0: Welcome to Solving the Financial Puzzle, where every week we discuss the latest issues surrounding the complicated world of personal finance. Each week, join Walter Storholt and Certified Financial Planner Dan Caprill as they help you put together the pieces of your own financial puzzle. And for more information on today's topic, visit matsonandcaprill.com. Thanks for joining us on
1: the Solving the Financial Puzzle podcast. Once again, Walter Storholt here with you alongside Dan Capril, certified financial planner and the president of Matson and Capril, Looking forward to our conversation on the podcast today because we're talking about the planning process and recognizing that there's a difference between advisors who are just really giving you a sales pitch, even though it may be a compelling sales pitch and something that really perks your ears up, versus someone who's actually putting together a full plan for you. Dan, what are some of the signs that an advisor might be focused more on selling and less on
2: planning for you? It's interesting here on the radio, a lot of times here in Cincinnati, especially advisors talking about come in for your complimentary plan. And I guess the idea here is, you know, they're going to provide you an objective analysis for free. And I guess you have to connect the dots here because how else are they going to get paid? Well, by implementing the plan through them. So in other words, imagine for a second, if you had a physician who said, come on in for your free checkup. You'd probably be wondering well, okay what's the catch here because as we all know a physicians charge for checkups I mean you come to a physician's office you don't hope to have something wrong with you you hope that he's going to tell you or she's going to tell you you're you in great health go away if however you knew that the only way that that physician was paid was by prescribing you medication or performing some type of surgery well suddenly now you would have to wonder you would have to wonder am I really getting objective advice Or am I getting a sales proposal? So to me, the first indicator that's obvious is when they're looking to do a free analysis. Now, I'm not talking about a free consultation. I mean, they should give you a free consultation, if for any other reason, just to determine if you're a good fit for each other. But when they start looking at your statements, when they start making recommendations, if they're not charging you for that, then you should wonder how objective is this analysis going to be? Now, it doesn't mean just because they're charging you, they're going to be objective, but it is a step clearly in that right direction. And I can say that because I know a lot of advisors and I know the ones who charge for their work and the ones who don't. The other thing, too, is that a an advisor who's giving you truly advice as opposed to trying to sell you on something is one who is not going to require that you implement the strategy through them. So, again, imagine going to see a physician and the doctor says, okay, I will prescribe medication to cure your illness, but you must fill it at my drugstore. Now, that would be absurd. A physician gives it to you and says, you can have that filled anywhere that you want. So, you want to have that same type of a relationship that goes forward. So, the, the basis of their compensation, in my opinion, is a big indication as to whether or not you're getting true analysis and an unbiased opinion or if you're going to get a sales proposal. Now, there's a few other things that, that you, you can pick up on. Number one, if they're recommending product, products to you right away in that first meeting, product recommendations, well, how often does a doctor recommend a medication until they check you out? Um, now, unlike a doctor who can, you know, basically listen to your heart and look in, look in your mouth and your ears and listen to your symptoms and have a pretty good idea, in the financial advisory world, we have to study your numbers. And a good advisor who's worth their salt is is clearly going to study the numbers before they make any recommendations to you. So, if you find themselves quickly. showing you products. You'll particularly see this when it comes to commission-based products like annuities. If you find that's coming out in the very first meeting, you have every right to be skeptical and and probably for good reason. They don't gather information about you. If you find that they're doing a lot of the talking, they're not doing a whole lot of listening. They're not examining really if what you're doing works. Clearly, that's a sign of a salesperson. So a true planner, uh, somebody who's going to give you a holistic unbiased analysis, is going to take the time to study your situation, and more importantly, is going to show you the things that you're doing right, and is going to actually, if you're doing everything right, is going to tell you that. And it's going to also be quick to perhaps tell you that you don't need their services. Only about half the people who come into our office do we actually offer our services to. Now, there's a number of reasons for that. But one of them is because they've got everything already in place. And for that specific reason, bringing us in isn't necessarily going to improve their situation. Now, I will tell you, it shocks them when we do that. In fact, I've even had a couple over the years get angry at me. You know, like, what do you mean? I'm not good enough for you? No, that's not it at all. But if I go to my physician and say, hey, I want you to crack open my chest and fix my heart. And he says, there's nothing wrong with your heart. He's not going to crack open my chest. And you should have that same type of integrity in the relationship that you have with the financial advisor. Now, the, the obvious question then is, okay, so what should this planning process you know, look like if it's done right? Well, again, that first meeting, I we tell people don't bring anything to the first meeting. Don't. All I want you to do is bring each other if you're married. So it's very important to me that both parties come. If you're not, obviously, it doesn't matter. But I want I want the decision makers there. And then the discussion begins by asking some very simple questions like, What would make this a great meeting for you today? And then delving deeper from there, um, I will ask you when you come in my office to fill out a two-page, I wouldn't even call it a fact finder. The first page is just who you are, where do you live? And the second page asks a bunch of questions about what keeps you up at night, if anything. And I will also ask you to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 as far as where you feel you are from a financial peace of mind. Now, if you rate yourself a 9 or a 10, that meeting with me will end very quickly because I don't work with 9s and 10s because they don't need my help. I work with 4s, 5s, 6s, 7s who want to get to a 9 and a 10. So a product person is someone who's always trying to sell you, would never take that perspective. A product person would always find you a better product than what you're doing, convince you to switch, might even convince you to take a surrender charge and switch over to them so they can get a commission. Our approach is is clearly to see where you feel you are. Because I could pick apart your plan, but if you don't perceive there's anything wrong with it and you're happy with it, guess what? I'm just going to waste my time and probably your money. We're not going to do that. It's just not what we're going to do. So if you tell me that you already have an advisor in place, you tell me that you're happy with that advisor, on a scale of 1 to 10, you're a 9, there really is no compelling reason for you to come see me. Now, if the opposite is true, if you're not happy with your current advisor relationship, if you um, rate yourself as a 5 or a 6 and you'd like to get to a 9, if you find yourself losing sleep at night, if you find you and your spouse are arguing about money, whatever the case might be, well, that's, that's a reason. So I think that the first area where I, we find ourselves as our practice to be a little different from others is the level of scrutiny that we go through before we offer our services to a client. And again, some people are surprised. They'll come to my office and have a sizable net worth. And I might conclude from that conversation that they don't need us. And we part as friends. Now, assuming that's not the case, assuming that the person's maybe a five or a six out of 10, they want to get to a 10. And, you know, and we really do feel that we can help them and, and they feel that way too. Then another thing that, that tends to make a good planning process work as opposed to a selling process is that the clients, you, are going to be a part of the plan's design. So together, in our case, we roll up our sleeves and we develop a strategy in the five primary areas of financial planning, retirement income, uh, portfolio allocation or portfolio strategy, Taxes, insurance, estate planning. Now, the first thing we need to do is look at what you're currently doing. And if there's room for improvement, we should examine that. But we also need to understand that no matter what strategy you employ, there's going to be a a positive side to it and there's going to be a negative side to it. And you need to not only fully understand those positives and negatives, you need to embrace them. So our whole job in that design meeting is to work with you show you what your options are, make sure that you're doing the prudent thing, but also not let you go further until you fully understand the downside and are willing to accept the possibility and also understand what we're going to do when that downside is realized. It's a big part of coaching is, is not panicking when you have a negative moment. So we're going to design a strategy together. And what's nice about that then is that then when I write your plan, then when I create your strategy, you already know what's in there. You already have a good understanding about what's in the plan. I'm just now providing you with the specific details. And then when we're done, you can take that plan and off you go. If you want to implement with us, you can. If you want to take some time before you make that decision, you can do that too. But you're going to have the whole thing there. And we're going to spend as much time with you as you need so that you fully understand it. So... That's a big difference than a sales proposal. You know, I don't talk about any products until maybe the third meeting, hmm. sometimes the fourth, all right? Um, I need to clearly understand what the problem is. I need to show the client solutions. I need to see if they're allergic to those solutions, if I could use the doctor metaphor. And it's only when all that's in place that we can say, okay, now it's time to go in and and develop the, the specifics of the strategy. And is that process for everybody? Well, if you're looking to do it quick and easy, probably not. I mean, I'll admit to that. I know I have lost a few potential clients over the years because they thought my process was too involved. But look, we're talking about the rest of your life. We're talking about your financial future. So if that's not worth three, four hours broken out over the course of a month, I really don't know what is. Uh, But uh, we're not products people. And I, I think that if you want a strategy that is comprehensive, that allows you to be a part of it and looks to minimize costs and taxes and things like that we worked very hard to create that type of a model and um, we're very proud of that approach and we're also proud of the fact that not a lot of advisors do that approach and i know why they don't it, it requires a great deal of expertise it create a great deal of time and for many they would just as soon skip right to the solution and so what they're doing is they think that their products are the answers, they just need to come up with the questions. And that's just backwards planning in our case. So if this type of thing interests you, if you're not getting this type of, of service now, you'd like to learn more about it, we call it our wealth coaching program, give us a call. Love to sit down with you, love to show it to you, and then you can decide from there if it's right for you. I'll also determine if I think we can help you. Because if we can't, well I'm gonna ask your permission to tell you that. So way to reach out to us, a couple of different ways. You can call our office five one three five six three Plan that's five one three five six three seven five two six or send me an email Dan at Mattson and I'll be more than happy to share with you in detail what we do and the difference between comprehensive planning and coaching and just buying another sales proposal.
1: That's, again, five one three five six three plan or com. the place you can go to find out more information about Dan and his team at Matson and Capril, serving you in Cincinnati and all the surrounding communities as well. Three offices in the area so it's convenient and easy to come in and start that conversation about the planning process and delve a little bit deeper into it. Lots of really good nuggets in today's podcast from recognizing those sales pitches to what a true planning process is really looks like Uh, there are some unique features and things to be on the lookout for and that was very helpful to to learn about those today on the next podcast we're going to talk about fuzzy math don't be a victim to fuzzy math these are kind of i guess you could also say excuses this is why i'm doing this i've done the math on this it makes sense well the math's a little bit fuzzy on why some people make financial decisions we'll identify some of the common areas where fuzzy math is happening and keep you from making those same kinds of uh, bad calculations if you will that's going to be on the next solving the financial puzzle podcast thanks for listening
0: Thanks for tuning in to Solving the Financial Puzzle. If you want to find out more about Dan Capril or about today's topic, visit matsonandcapril.com. And be sure to join us for the next edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle.